Well, welcome. What we're going to be looking at this week um, is more joy in your life. And I think that, you know, if we think about our SMILES program that we did at the um, you know, beginning of the program and, and layering what success is for yourself, uh, living in bliss, having more freedom, well then of course it's going to lead to you having a lot more joy within your life. And, and these are the results that you should be starting to find um, are coming and going. So that they might not be holding for a long period of time, which is normal. And I think, you know, what's normal and what's not normal is always good to know. Um, for me, I was constantly consulting other couples that were in business and asking very, very practical questions and then being told that I was the only person who was ever asking these questions. And I just found that unbelievable, is that so many couples are living in, you know, disjointed or confused um, sort of relationships without actually stretching out their hand and asking for help. And so just by, you know, going through this program, definitely start to educate or help others to know what's absolutely normal and what's not normal. And so you can empower and help more people with the knowledge that you have. However, what's very, very important and what I learned early on is to understand that to have joy in my life, I had to understand that everybody's journey was everybody's journey. And so it wasn't up to me to make sure that every single person that I'd ever met um, had you know, a safe, happy arrival throughout their entire life you know, that was my responsibility. I could only take responsibility for me and my journey. And there was a huge weight lifted off my shoulders when I, you know, when I clearly accepted that is that you know there's going to be as we've talked about before peaks and valleys within the experiences that you have and so when you understand that the journey is actually to experience less and less psychological stress you know that's the result that we're actually looking for and so you know why are we here what are we trying to accomplish is absolutely essential to know which journey you need to go on so if you think about um, you know the, the I guess a, a result. You want to end up at the Gold Coast and you are living in Brisbane. All right. If you, no matter how much you actually intend to get to the Gold Coast, if you actually drive north from Brisbane, you're not going to get to the Gold Coast. And so it's actually not necessarily just your intention, but it's your actions that you're taking that are actually going to get the outcomes in your life. And so on this journey that you're on, have you actually embarked on the road? Are you headed towards your definition of success or is all of this knowledge banking up and banking up and it sounds good in theory, but you're not actually getting a result? And that's really what I want to talk about in this session is that there should be a result, a very, very tangible result in a very, very short period of time. You know, one year that we're coming up to, um, you know, in a, in a, in a month and a half or so will have gone by if you did this session every single week you know for the whole 52 weeks there should be a tangible result that's starting to show up within your life every quarter on quarter on quarter and provided you stay focused on the work ethic and you know stay focused on your goals then your success is 100% guaranteed because success is an internal feeling Success may be a relationship. Success, whatever that definition is to you, as long as it's internally referenced, is 100% in your control. 
And I loved that, you know, when I went to entrepreneurs and, and sat around with all those other people that I had on a pedestal, and quite frankly, it was frightening that I had even put myself in that environment at the age that I was and with the limited experience that I'd had. And, uh, and for me, you know, participating in the games and getting to know other business people that, you know, that were really going to go for it, what I understood was that I was no different to them. I had the same level of emotion, I had the same level of discipline, and so therefore I could expect the same result. And that result was seven to ten years away. And so when somebody told me that and gave me permission to have that success seven to ten years away, that was the journey that I decided to embark on. You know, come hell or high water, come happy times, come sad times, I was staying on that journey. And in order to mark the journey, I had the 100 weeks to success countdowns that I kept consistently next to my bathroom mirror. And as I cleaned my teeth morning and night, I would actually assess and look at where I was within the journey and how dedicated I was to be able to play full out every single day. And if that's all you commit to doing, just playing full out every single day, I guarantee your results are going to just absolutely blow not just yourself away, but other people away at just how great your life is going to be, how wonderful your relationship is. If you just play full out in your relationship every single day and you commit to the success of that relationship. And so, you know, for me, it just dawned on me that if that was my only job was to just look after me, then what an easy job that was. And so I stopped pretty much trying to correct people or fix them or, you know, change their path. If somebody asks me a question and, you know, I, I really understand that they, they're committed to this process, then I will, with all of my heart and all of my energy, sit down and, and try to um, get them on path as quickly as possible based on what they want by asking them simple questions. So it never takes any more energy for me to just ask a better question than it would if I had to sit down and plan someone else's life. And yet I see so many people planning for their spouse's life or planning that other person's life. If they just use a third of that energy to plan their own life, their life would be glorious. And so just understand that that, that, that journey that you're on is yours. And you know, the, the thing that rings clearly for me was you know, the experience that I had when I sat with uh, the gentleman that had mentored me for you know, over a year, when he was dying, it really resonated that you know, that was his journey, beginning to end, and he had so much regret and so much guilt and so much sadness, so much of the negative when I met him. And then throughout that whole you know, process when we were together, there was real joy towards the end and laughter and, and all the fun energy mixed in with the sadness and, and the grief. So it was a package. And when you understand that everyone's a package, then you can relax. Is that there are people that have me on such a pedestal that I can't believe that anybody could put me on a pedestal. And then there are people that just despise me. They can tell that when I talk, it absolutely you know, just shatters them because what I say doesn't resonate with them at all. And so you're, you're exactly the same. There are some people who don't like you and probably will never like you. If you spend your whole time trying to get that person to like you, you're going to lose focus on your journey and what it is that you like about you. 
and I've certainly done that I change trying to change myself so that I would have others approval to the detriment of the quality relationships that were already in my life because those people started to think less of me as I changed myself to basically get some bully to really like me and so just recognize kids do this adults do it too we try to alter or we change our authentic nature or authentic self in order to gain approval from others when in actual fact the only reason those others would disapprove of us is because there's something in them they disapprove of and so if we start chasing after approval from every single person who doesn't like us or wants us to be different in some way you're going to lose sight of you know those good elements or good quality of who you are and that is going to be part of the journey and part of you know perfection that's that's meant to be there you're meant to get lost you know when you set out if it was just an easy path and there was no excitement and no adventure in it would be pretty boring life all right so when we think about life on this journey if it is like the rapids of you know that Zambezi River and you say right well I'm you know gonna go hard or go home as so often backpackers will say and you get to the top of the um, the cliff and they give you the talk and then you sign on the disclaimer that if you die you won't sue anybody and it's very very dangerous and the percentage of people who have injured themselves and all of the facts then come to light and then you say well, well could you just drive me to the bottom of the gorge and just put me out there in my boat and I'll just say that I did it because that sounds much safer you know the question would be and I got this from Jerry and Esther Hicks on their Law of Attraction CD would be you know well then why are you here didn't you want the adventure didn't you pay for this excitement of, of going down the rapids wasn't that going to be part of the fun that at the end of the day you were going to experience everything that those rapids had for you to experience because that's the journey that's the fun and yet some of you when you're approaching a, a rapid um, are not paddling specifically to where you want your outcome to be okay you've forgotten the reason that you're on the journey that you're on the riders for the adventure and I think in relationships that's what can happen is that you know we forget sometimes of why we're doing what we're doing we lose sight of that dream or that vision or you know that end goal that outcome that we've been wanting so much because we're in that rapid for far too long and we're starting to drown a little bit without knowing what it is that we actually need to do to get ourselves back into survival mode to get back into the canoe where we're safe and so what's really important is that when we're on this journey we understand each different element of the journey that there are going to probably be four or five areas of your life that you're going to hit up against resistance whether that's going to be in time whether that's going to be team issues whether or not that's going to be cash flow issues um, levels of delivery and distribution within your business um, you might hit up against issues around somebody stealing your niche or stealing your business or unethical practices or you know bad character traits um, poor performance from um, from people all sorts of different things that are going to add to this adventure that we call business and yet the challenge can be is that this has a knock-on effect on our overall happiness within life and if your happiness is externally referenced then you're going to have challenges a lot more than somebody who is on that rapid because they owned the journey and they set about to have as much adventure as they could 
You know, so when I was on that rapid down the Zambezi and we had two English girls and they'd never swum in, you know, surf in their entire life, they'd never been in the ocean, and they got in a boat with five, you know, Aussie big guys who wanted to experience as much adventure possible, they realised they were well out of their depth. So out of their depth that it could be frightening and could actually cost them their life. You know, that's when you start to recognise the fact that you need to speak up and you need to communicate very, very clearly what are my options. What are my options and what can I do right away to get myself into a better space? And I've just found that whenever I feel as if that rapid is getting way too big for me, that I'm always looking for a mentor or a teacher or somebody that I can reach out to to explain what my symptoms are and be able to have somebody that I can be accountable to step by step until I get through that rapid. Okay, so if you need to change your environment, it might be very important to, you know, close a business down. It might be to make a decision, decision to close a relationship down. It might be that you need to just simply break down and then, you know, fall apart for a little period of time and pull yourself together again and, and then set the course and keep on going. Whatever it is that you need, it's usually important that you have a third party or somebody that's further down the rapids than you are to say, you know what, that third rapid was the worst. There's nothing like that that's coming after the next seven rapids are actually way easier. You've just achieved and done the hardest one and you're so totally, you know, fantastic at how you handled that, that these next ones you're going to get better and better and it will be a joy. That's how I started to look at business, is that as the obstacles started coming in my first year, if I could just, every single um, time that I hit some resistance or had some psychological stress, if I could get some guidance from somebody that was further down the river than I was, get some perspective from somebody who actually had the outcome that I wanted to say, look, this is, what's, this is what I'm experiencing, this is where I'm at, this is where my cash gap is, this is what I've done, this is what I said, I think I made a mistake, how can I reverse this, what can I do? Then my simple naivety and my honesty was, I believe, my greatest asset. Without a doubt, it was my greatest asset. And it allowed me to be able to um, experience joy as I was within the rapids at certain periods of time. So I can certainly remember some of the mentors that I um, sourced were because they had the character trait of humour. And because they kept humour happening all the time as I was getting dumped and dumped and dumped again, um, I actually looked forward to my sessions with these people because I would leave having a bit of a laugh, a bit of levity with actually what was occurring. And I knew that it wasn't permanent because they told me that it wasn't permanent. And if it wasn't going to be permanent, well then why worry about it? What can I do tomorrow that is going to make me more resilient, that is going to get me a better outcome than if I were to just follow my own gut or my own instincts? Because in general, your instincts are going to be all mucked up because you've never travelled that course before. Okay, so just understand that, you know, just like a rapid when you're in water and there's no solid ground and you don't know which way's up or down or what have you, you need someone in the canoe to be able to say, oh, I see you're halfway through or you're three quarters of the way through, um, you're nearly through the rapid, but this is what I'd do to fast track the result. Okay, absolutely essential. And so our outcomes on this journey definitely are more emotional than they are um, tangible. Okay, so the tangible results might be the things that you have like, 
own your own home, have a swimming pool, have a trip overseas every year, private school for the kids, beach house, all those tangible things. The success that I want to talk about or the outcome that I believe is really important when you're a couple in business is synergy. That feeling of synergy that you're on the same path headed in the same direction and you're traveling at relatively the same pace. Okay, because pace is very important when you're in relationships. Now that might be a couple in business in terms of a partnership, is that you need to know that you're pacing each other um, in the, each quarter and adding you know, equal or similarly equal amounts of value to be able to move forward. You know, so a great example is that, you know, I got uh, very good at coaching one-on-one -on -one and sitting with somebody and being able to get incredible results with a business. But certainly, you know, Tracy was at the same time learning how to use social media, how to use the web, how to use, um, you know, what was accessible globally to move the business to the next level to be able to multiply the results that we were getting. And so when you work in closely with people and you can allow them to use their absolute strengths and pace with them to say, look, I don't believe that, you know, that um, your vision for me is as, as grand as what my vision is um, for me or opposite, meaning your vision for me is way more grand than it is, you know, that I believe I can achieve. However, I will stick with you and I will complete the process. And then when we get a result, we'll be able to check and see um, what that feels like. Because realistically, what it feels like is more important than what the tangible result is. And I've certainly um, hit goals and felt more empty than, um, than full before in my life. Because the way that I've got to that goal has been either you know, playing win-lose or lose-win with somebody or um, you know, playing lose-lose with myself. I've achieved the result, but I have done it in a manner or a way that I'm not proud of. And I think as a kid, we've all experienced that at some time where you know, keeping your eyes on the prize in terms of the outcome was more important than the relationships that we were building around us. And there's consequences to that. You know? And I've had massive, um, I guess, uh, deficits or payouts that I've had to um, accept for myself in business because I simply didn't have my priorities in the right order or my value set in the right order and you learn that when you're naive in business and of course people will probably bring that up until the day that you die you were going to make mistakes you have to be okay with learning from your mistakes and if that's your result that you are proud of that you know, I, I, I've learnt from the mistakes that I had this year and I've been able to go back and apologise to the appropriate people. I've made it up in these different ways. I feel great about who I am and I'm really confident about where I'm going in the future. To me, that is so much more successful than somebody who, you know, is sitting in a big, big house with loads of money in the bank and not anybody to talk to. All right, so your relationships are, are critical and I think you get to a po certain points within your career and you really you know, have a good look at each of the relationships that you're building based on that sustainability that we talked about um, within that Bliss program, but also based on the outcome that you want within your life. You know, if you have a snapshot of the end of your life, what are those relationships like? What outcomes are you looking for? And, uh, and money's one component within a relationship, but there is so much more to each relationship.
okay what's the fruit of each of your relationships and you'll get that by you know tendering to the soil at the beginning and so you know what relationships are you really you know looking out for and being able to nurture and for me that meant that I had to do what was right for me and so you know people see me as fiercely loyal when they you know say bad things about other people in front of me I can't stand it I absolutely can't stand it it's like I have to ultimately fight for the underdog whoever that underdog is because I just was the victim of so much bullying when I was younger that I just wished more people had stood up for me and so instead of you know trying to control others or wish things were different all I could do was wish I was better and so certainly I was tested in that area all through my teenage years and, and early adulthood of being you know, continually the victim of gossip or from um, things that just genuinely were not even true and I'd hear them on the grapevine and I'd be so so upset because people couldn't identify that even in character that didn't sound accurate and didn't check it with me they just assumed and just you know accepted somebody else's opinion of me instead of coming and asking me if it was true or not and so that loyalty or that fierce loyalty has been carved out of experience and I just say for yourself you need to start to learn what's true for you when you start to listen to other people speak and uh, Don Tolman used to, when he travels around, he often says, you know, stop asking who's saying what and start listening to what's being said. And just because you might have someone on a pedestal and, you know, they're saying something about somebody else, um, don't necessarily take that as gospel just because you assume that person has a higher authority than you. Listen to what's being said and you need to learn how to check in internally and see whether or not that's true for you or not based on what that person has said. So even if you use the most basic example of someone saying, oh, I saw Avatar and it's a stupid movie, you know, really, why? Why did you think that it was silly? You know, like I get the feeling I'd really like to see it. You know, so you've got to be able to discern for yourself what's right for you and what's not right for you because once you're a leader, then you can no longer afford to just travel with the masses or you're going to get the results of the masses. And the results of the masses is retiring under $40,000 a year. 99% of people are heading down that path. And so if you want to get a different result as a couple, then I can guarantee you that you need to start asking better questions when the masses are giving you advice. And so for me, I had to learn what was yes for me. And so when you think of the JOY program, you learn that the journey is only yours and that the outcome is only yours. You know, you are inevitably going to just be accountable for your results and yours alone. And so therefore we need to shed and stop worrying about where other people are and, and what they're doing and investing huge amounts of emotions and, and time trying to pull them back on path or, or whatever it is, correct them or fix them and just work on ourselves. But the most important part for me of that JOY program was learning what was yes for me. And so, you know, I surrounded myself with very strong leadership and people that were very, very crystal clear on what was yes for them. And, you know, I've been blessed with a mother who was absolutely certain beyond doubt of what is yes for her all of her life. And no matter how much I would try to convey or persuade or motivate or whatever I'd do for her to change the course of where she was headed, it was an absolute no. 
and you could feel it. She didn't even have to say no. She would just shrug her shoulders and say, we'll see. And you heard no. And so for me, I, I had that example growing up was that, you know, if I was to say, well, you know, I've got a great idea. I think this is what we need to do. And she'd say, hmm, we'll see. That meant no. Okay, so her yes for her life was, uh, was a certainty, was a path that she was on. And so learning by example is always the easiest. Are you the example to you? Do you know what a yes is for you? And uh, you know, that was the example or the exercise uh, that we teach clients to just basically, um, you know, be able to stand up and close their eyes and ask their body to show them yes. And usually what will happen, you close your eyes and you stand up and your whole body tilts forward onto your toes. Okay, because your body instinctively knows how to feel yes. And then you ask your body, what does it feel like to say no? And you roll back on your heels. And until you get that feeling or that sensation, you just practice that for as long as it takes. And of course, this is what I want you to do this week is to start to tap into that yes and that no for you. And so somebody may ask you, you know, do you want to go to a movie tonight? Your natural instinct, because they're your spouse, is to say, yeah, whatever you want to do. But actually, what you'd been planning was a quiet night or a catch-up or to catch up on the washing or to read a book or just to have some TV time or whatever it was. And so your body naturally is saying no. And you need to be able to learn how to say that in a way that isn't going to cause a lot of um, upset or, or damage or um, challenge within in your relationships and so learning how to say yes when yes is the correct answer and learning how to say no is going to be an asset for your future okay so you know practically it's very easy because you can stand up and say I don't know let's check would I like to go to the movies tonight and your body will tilt backwards and then that person can see no no, they wouldn't. Oh, okay, what would you like to do? Until you tap into something you think you'd like to do and your body will show you yes. Now, does this sound like a silly exercise? I'm sure it sounds very, very silly. And we had a lot of people when they were, there was 40-odd um, business owners in the room closing their eyes, trying to tap into yes and no and asking themselves all sorts of questions. Um, but the overriding feedback that we got in that next month was that people were so much... Um, there's so much confusion now that we've stopped listening to what we know that we know um, because there's so much chatter in our heads of what we think we should know or, or what other people know. And, uh, and when you realise that it is your own journey, then you can only do things that are going to benefit you. And, you know, I've had times where um, everybody around me has told me not to do what I'm about to do. Everybody. And yet very clearly inside of me has been a signal that has said, yes, do it, yes, do it, yes, do it. So who do you listen to? You know, so for me, I had to come to a point where I needed to communicate to the people that were around me that I understand from your viewpoint, this is something that I shouldn't do. However, I think there's something for me to learn if I pursue this. And so I'm going to go in with my eyes open. I've taken on board every warning that you've given me. I've, you know, now that you know that I'm going to do it anyway, could you now support me and help me so that when that lesson crops up, I'm the most prepared that I need to be? 
You know, is that a much more quality conversation to have with your partner than I told you so? <laughs> and so I think that the I told you so's that I used to cop, um, you know, used to really um, prepare me for the fight that I was about to have. And so everything was tapping into fear and fighting and pain and, you know, proving it energy. Now, that is not joy if you haven't figured that out. And so doing things and succeeding just to spite the other person is going to only get you so far in terms of success. What you need to do as soon as you can is recognise that it's an adventure and it's your adventure. And so it doesn't matter how much your partner says, there is no way I'm going down the Zambezi. I've read every single statistic. I understand that I could die. I don't like it. I don't want to do it. I don't even like water. I don't like to get wet. And you go, cool, well, I'll just see you later on at the campsite. You know, I can't wait. I'm really excited about it. Treat it as that, like as a physical activity. In business, some things that you are going to go and do are not going to be everybody's cup of tea. Okay, so just recognise the fact that it's your journey and that you're here for the experience. And so enjoy the experience and tap in to know what's yes for you and then learn how to clearly communicate in a way that doesn't cause people that psychological stress around you. And, um, you know, to finish off, I mean, I've, I've got a sister who's married to an incredible man who loves to take himself to absolute extremes. And so he enjoys rock climbing and caving and mountaineering and um, those adventure races that are, you know, 13 hours to 20 hours where you have to get the points and all of these incredible things. And, you know, I listen to, you know, other relatives that I have say, oh, it's so irresponsible or it's dangerous or you should think of the children or you should this or you should that or, or whatever. And secretly inside of me has always been this absolute raving fan of him to go, you know what, if that's what makes you happy and if that's what brings joy to you, then that's being the best you that you can be. And, you know, that's the way that I want to live my life is just when other people are, you know, having their opinions about others is just not to contribute, not to say anything, but to tap in and go, hmm, I don't agree. I actually think that if we could all be a little bit more selfish and top ourselves up based on what our adventure in life is going to be, you only get one life. You're here to experience it. What is it that you want to experience? And then give yourself permission to actually go and do that and as a couple support each other work together to have the best life that you can possibly have so have a great week and we'll catch up again next week bye